Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave presented by Brodo Fantasy. This is where we take a look at all 32 teams in the NFL during the month of August. Before we begin, patreon.com slash Fantasy is the website if you want to support the show. Some extras you can get on Patreon. You get an extra waiver wire show every single week. Access to the Brodo Leagues. Does your league suck? Well, this definitely will not. You will be in a league with other Brodo community members. You get access to the Discord so you can talk your stuff with them. Also, there's a tier where we will follow you on Twitter so you can DM us so the rest of your league can't see the advice we're giving you. Please visit BrotoFantasy.com. That is a one-stop shop for everything Brodo Fantasy. It features our exclusive stat, true throw value and true target value, plus rankings from fantasy pro experts Michael, Jason, and Tim Petrop. Waiver wires, start sit advice, everything you need is at BrotoFantasy.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for up-to-the-minute TD updates on game day and up-to-the-minute start sit decisions. And, of course, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy to see our lovely faces. So without any further ado, let's get it started. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. And then from the ashes arose Zeus to slay the titan and free his brothers. All hail the mighty. I taught Greek mythology this year. It was lit. Um, welcome back to the Brodo uh, Heat Wave, our special preview of every single team in, in the league. summer. Today we have <laughs> the Titans. We are not going to be slayed by Zeus today. Before we get into anything, we're going to into the offensive outlook, which is looking into the coaching staff and their effect on the offense. Uh, their head coach is Mike Frabel, obviously a defensive guy from his years with the Patriots. So let's look at the offensive coordinator. His offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith, promoted from tight end coach with Matt LaFleur took over in Green Bay. Mariota's fifth coordinator in the last five years. He's worked with the Titans O-line and or tight end since 2012, so he's been in the building. Um, let's get started with the quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota, again, five coordinators in five years. Injured his thumb, and that really affected his play last season. Is this his last chance, or do you see him as a guy who can maybe bounce back? I nope. think Marcus Mariota was another guy at Scott Fishbowl getting late. People were like, yeah, Mariota, good pick. You know why? Because there's a 50-yard rushing bonus for quarterbacks. Guess how many yards rushing per game Marcus Mariota averages in his career? 21. 22. Just over 22. I'm nice with And he's rushed for two touchdowns total. uh, Each two touchdowns, three of four seasons. So we're not talking about... He's not even close to Deshaun Watson rushing. Like, he's just a guy who's going to give you maybe 300 rushing yards and two touchdowns at this point. What about the fact that his weapons have been a little bit upgraded, Jason? I think that Ryan Tannehill is going to score more fantasy points this season. Oh, that's a hot I take. think Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback, too. That's I don't know if he's going to score more, but... I don't know, guys. I think you're you're being a little harsh on Marcus Mariota. This is a guy who hurt his thumb and still played last year. Mariota's the reason why I invented true target value and true throw value. That's true. He came in 26th last year. We're at Tannehill, sixth. But again, with an injured thumb. Um, let's go over to his weapons. Wide receiver Corey Davis, extremely inefficient with his targets last season. But the opportunities, again, will be there, I believe. not. He's being drafted right now in the ninth, tenth round. Um, this is someone that we've historically not liked. But in the ninth round for a number one wide receiver in his, second, in his third year, not too bad. 
Corey Davis is a poster child of our philosophy of drafting, uh, hating players, uh, hating ADP, not players, because we absolutely, if you've listened to us over the past two years, you think we hate Corey Davis as a human. Yeah. That's how much we hated him as a fantasy option. Now he's going in like the ninth round. True throw value last season, he was 34th. Now he's going and taken as like a 36 wide receiver off the board. Third season, supposedly healthy, healthy Marcus Mariota. If he performs how he did last season, you're getting him at a good cost. And there's a good chance he increases output. So now, I love me some Corey Davis at his ADP. I still can't do it. His ADP allows you to do it now. And you're not going to draft Corey Davis in the ninth round? No, it's still too early for my taste. Honestly, just because I'm going to be picking position players for the first seven rounds and then get a tight end in the ninth or something like that. All right, I see that, but it's just too say early. You get a, say you get Vance McDonald in the eighth, and then you could take anyone in the ninth round, and Corey Davis is there. QT. <laughs> he was 19th in targets Dude, last season. I'll bet you Corey Davis ends better than Corey. He was 19th in targets last season. His true throw value, target value is 34th. Jason, you can take that? So that's 15 yeah. spots back. Why are you He's ignoring QT for Davis. Shit. Hey, we got ourselves a bet. On a deal. I know you have the better odds, but... I just don't believe in the Titans' offense. I win these. Best case scenario is wide receiver three for Davis. He's being drafted. Yeah, I just hope you win so Michael can stop flexing about how he wins the deal, the the bets. Um, Adam Humphreys is another guy. Mariota has never had a true slot guy ever, and Adam Humphreys got paid. Is there upside fantasy value here? Uh, Adam Humphreys, I took in the Scott Fishbowl in like the twentieth round. Why not? I think in a PPR I mean, league, especially. He's shown in Tampa Bay that he could be useful out of the slot. Corey Davis has shown that he could be very inefficient time and time again. Yeah, they drafted A.J. Brown, but he's a rookie wide receiver, so it's hard to trust him. If Adam Humphrey becomes Humphreys becomes a safety blanket, Delaney Walker is not a picture of health by any means. If Humphreys becomes Mariota's safety blanket, he could have games eight receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Eight, Even eight receptions, 60 yards is useful in PPR leagues. That's 14 points. Yeah. You know, I don't like tight ends receivers. But if you're going to take a shot on someone not named Davis, I'm down with Humphreys. Uh, AJ, AJ Brown. Brown yeah, AJ, I was about to say, AJ Brown, no rookie wide receivers for me. Refer to the Colts video if you want to see why. Yeah, I'm not going to draft AJ Brown. I like him as a player. I just, the situation, I'm not taking him right now. Tajay Sharp, Tywan Taylor. That's what. That's why they drafted AJ Brown. to say. Yeah. Um, let's go to the running back situation. This one is a little bit interesting. So Derrick Henry is obviously the guy that everyone's talking about here. Second straight season of a slow start and then an absolutely ridiculous torrid finish that ended up bringing him all the way up into the into the wide receiver realms. Running back. I mean, I'm sorry, the running back realms of of where the elites kind of are. Um, he's has he finally taken the next step in his development, or is this kind of another thing? Lafleur. I will say, finally used him correctly last season. He's so big that people think he's a bruiser. He's not a bruiser. He's very much, he needs space, he needs open field, and he makes people miss. He make, needs space to operate, uses that big stiff arm. Um, I think that if they use him in the right way, Derrick Henry could be good. Uh, what do you guys think? The thing for me about Derrick Henry is that at the end of the 2017 season, when people were high on him because he ended the year good, there wasn't any signs that he was going to be that 1A guy. Like the the stud, the end of the 2018 season, he was so ridiculously good that there's no way the Titans don't give him the ball. Like there's no way you go into the season splitting carries with Deion Lewis. Like he was a stud and a half, just running people over. And what did he run for 200 yards one of those games? Like he was so good that, and Matt Lafleur has not Matt Lafleur the the Titans. Uh, Mike Vrabel has said that Derrick Henry is gonna be getting the ball. 
So, I mean, in, in PPR leagues, obviously, his stock is down because he doesn't catch passes. But in standard and half PPR leagues as your RB2, I'm not, I don't think he's an RB1, but as your RB2, you, I don't really think there's nearly as much risk as there was last season. I think the downside is pricing through his ADP. Because if you look at the downside, he's failed to reach 100 rushing yards in 90% of the games he's played in his career. Uh, he has no pass catching prowess. You got to think Deion Lewis is there. He's going to get some run. And if you look at the positives, he was a third-rated PFF back last year. He ranked second in yards per carry after contact. He was elusive, according to PFF, third in the league. Way, very elusive. A lot of people don't realize that Derrick Henry is really like a, he's like a, a five-eight back in Except a six-two back body. Six-three, two-fifty. Yeah, he really is. It's crazy. So you got to weigh those two things together. I think his ADP right now is where it's at. I'd feel comfortable with him in the fourth round. Uh, Deion Lewis, you said he's going to get some. Some work, but Not enough for yeah, he fell off the face of the earth when he broke out. Henry and Lewis each finished as a running back three or higher in the same game just three times last year. So he's not fantasy relevant unless Henry busts, right? I mean, I can see Deion Lewis having a few standalone flex value games where the Titans are expected to be down, maybe against the Colts on the road. Like, if they go to Indy, they're probably going to lose by double digits. Deion Lewis might be able to get 50 yards in a touchdown garbage time. And also, I think he's a pretty solid handcuff. Because if Derrick Henry goes down, it's Deion Lewis' backfield. Get ready to hear the Twins slander someone. Uh, we're going to tight ends. Um, Delaney Walker is back. He's supposed to be back. He's supposed to be back for Week One, but he's 35 to start the season. He just had ankle surgery. But let's not forget about the stud he was before that. Before he got injured last year, four straight seasons when he never had under 800 yards receiving. During those four seasons, he averaged 113 targets, 74 catches, and six TDs per season. He was a beast, lightly used in his early career, so maybe uh, he is more likely to come back from this injury now. Um, We'll have to beat the odds, though, to come back. Um, His average draft price is tight end 11, so although you're drafting him to be a starter, you're not, you know, killing your draft boards because of that. Uh, Jason, Delaney Walker, how do you feel about him this year? Why'd you say we're going to slander someone? Because you guys... I'm not a Delaney. It's maybe because... We're talking about dying on hills. Yeah. Delaney Walker's a guy I'm dying on a hill not to own. I'm, I'm not drafting not. a 34-year-old tight end who just missed the season. 35. With Mariota throwing him passes. With Mariota throwing him passes. If he... Look, Delaney Walker, he's a great player. He he blossoms late, so he's like a young 35. If he makes me eat my words, so be it. I'm not drafting Delaney Walker. I'm not taking that chance. Would you? The guys going around him are like Vance McDonald. Like that's a guy you definitely want. No, David he's, he's going behind those guys a bit, but yeah, definitely Njoku and McDonald over Burton Delaney Walker. Is another guy. Burton. You're mentioning Burton. He's a very good value right now. Yeah, I agree. Burton I love, over I love myself too. some Trey Burton. Um, Junu Smith, uh, Jonu Smith, excuse me. Uh, super athlete. He's being drafted ahead of Trey Burton right now. Oh, that's crazy. It's absurd. Yeah, I'd much rather have Burton. In between Hawkinson and Walker, I'd rather have Hawkinson. him over Hawkinson. Hawkinson. I'd rather have Walker over Hawkinson. Hawkinson's the twelfth. Yeah. Water tight end right now. That's a little nuts. Wow. Um, Delaney Walker uh, is life. is injury prone. So let's get into the one injury away. I think Jonah Smith is the is the one injury away, but it's not just he hasn't done anything. Delaney in Walker, yeah, but he's it was second his second year last year. And if you look at the tight end production, he produced. Um, he had he had opportunities. And you were just talking about Marcus Mariota and how much of a of a hindrance that is. He had he had a guy who had a broken thumb last year. Now. Delaney Walker, um, he's hurt. So is Jonah Smith. He needs to come back. But if he comes back, I think it'll be all right. I got, I got the same guy. Uh, 
I don't. I don't want anyone on the Titans though. I mean, Deion Lewis also is is a candidate yeah, for this. Yeah, Deion Lewis. Any is my pass catchers. Yeah. Deion Lewis. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's the Tennessee. AFC South is is wrapped up, and so is the AFC. To find us, you could find us at Proto Fantasy. You're supposed <laughs> to say your your <laughs> handle. You said us at Mike underscore Petrop. <laughs> Jason Petrop. At Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real frisky. BrotoFantasy.com. Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy. Twitter.com slash BrotoFantasy. YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy. Instagram.com slash BrotoFantasy. Yourmomshouse.com slash BrotoFantasy. Psych. We'll see you tomorrow that with the NFC. Rough, kid. Later.